think editorializing on interesting facts is sort of like the gist of it. What does factual even mean anyway? I mean, it certainly means different things to different people. Ah, go, go, go. Go. Go for your butt. Um, <laughs> this is feature creep. Colon, colon built-in microwave. Semicolon. Short. Um, short logical fallacies. Logical fallacies. Short logical fallacies. Size doesn't we, matter, Meg. Size doesn't that's matter. That's right. <laughs> it's the... I, I I can't even follow that up with something funny. That's um, <laughs> you've blew my funny fuse. Sorry. Uh, that's okay. Yeah. The so yeah, we would just wanted to do a little series of short podcasts about logical fallacies because some of them, when they're not infuriating, because people actually believe these things in real life, and other people's lives depend on them understanding these things, and right. it doesn't always work out so well. Right. Um, <laughs> logical fallacies can be kind of amusing and entertaining. Um. Especially if you're into geek geek stuff, yeah, so, um, yeah, or just absurd things and appreciating the nature of being human. I mean, that's you know, yeah, yeah, that's fair, right? That's fair. That's totally fair. So yeah, logical fallacies are um, like it, any type of speech can demonstrate a logical fallacy. So you can you can any type of communication that you're trying to put forth whether it's verbal or written or whatever you can demonstrate logical fallacies therein and um all a fallacy is is a logically incorrect reasoning and so um in the context of making logical arguments mm -hmm. there are actually rules to how to do that the right way and what constitutes a valid argument um, and so if in within that framework, there are also wrong ways of doing things when you're trying to argue logically. Um, and so there are like any time that you use incorrect reasoning to try and make an argument and you are subject to a logical fallacy where you make an error, it is um, it has an undermining effect on the validity of your argument. So you get closer away from being correct. The the less careful you are with your logic um i guess is that and, a way yeah am i describing this correctly I, yeah i mean um that would be the ideal that that people subscribe to that idea and 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 recognize that would be wonderful there's certainly so in scientific discourse that's usually um a lot of these things so I would say in scientific discourse, the rigor of it is this is one of the tools is to look at it and someone, not always, obviously, but in an ideal situation, your fellow colleagues who you are having this this dialogue with, when they point out logical fallacies, it is to help and like embedder your argument, right? The point of right. it is to refine and, and recognize them and say, okay, let's change that or throw that away and make a better argument for what we're trying to argue or recognize that because of that logical fallacy, we've ended up in a, you know, a dead end of discussion, right? Like there's no point in going further yeah. because it turns out, right, you're right. That doesn't make sense. So, right. Yeah. So like, um, I would say in political discourse currently, there's no recognition of that because it does require the participants, all participants, whether they're the speakers or the listeners, to um, want to change, like want to do the work, right? 
Yeah. Um, and currently it sounds, the rhetoric that that comes out these days seems to be much less in that realm. Um, y- yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So, I mean, that's could, a little... It's, we could yeah. get totally derailed on that because I think yes. you're right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we could talk about that for a while. Um, yeah. So, like... Some of them are really funny or like really common. Yes. You can like pick yeah. them out or you've probably heard of them before. Sure. And I ha- we probably won't even make it quite to some of those really fun or weird ones in this episode because we're already like almost halfway through. Right. But, <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. Um, so Because this like, is a short. We got to keep it short. Right. So fallacies are sometimes tricky to classify because you they can appear in any kind of speech. So that means there's a lot of room for them. Sure. Um, but structural or formal fallacies are errors in logical, deductive and inferential reasoning. Um, so you can if you are a geek enough to actually study formal logic, any statement that you make can be written out with a series of symbols and um, when you write them out and you map out the logic of an argument, it's a pattern that you can actually see in in a code sort of. Um, and so if you've made an error um, or you have a, a logical fallacy included in the way that you've written out your argument, you can actually see it like mm-hmm. it, it pops out at you. Um, Alternatively, there are content or informal fallacies, which are usually linguistic. So in other words, it's not a series of like esoteric symbols that you're using to sort of denote the structure of an argument while you write it down. It's when you're talking to someone, have they included something in what they're saying linguistically that reveals that there's a logical fallacy in their argument? Um, And those are usually the ones that people are familiar with because they are the types of accidental or on purpose lies that sound right. And so people just go with them. Um, I think this stuff probably comes up quite a bit in law. Um, Like when people, uh, people will use logical fallacies as a rhetorical device, Mm -hmm. meaning that um, like Ben Shapiro does this all the time. And it's super irritating because he throws out all of these straw men that he builds into the argument that he's phrasing in such a way that it sounds reasonable, but he's actually implying a lot in what he's saying that goes unsaid. And so when he's making what sounds really superficially like a logically valid argument, you actually realize like, well, wait a second, one of your premises doesn't actually make any sense. And it wasn't, you tried to rephrase this argument in a way that makes everybody agree with you, but you've actually misrepresented the argument in your phrasing because you've included logical fallacies that weren't there for the first time. Anyway, I've noticed this about him and it drives me fucking crazy because it's really underhanded and it actually, to be able to do that successfully requires the speaker to know that they're lying to people. Right. So what, what is, yeah, what is a straw (laughs) man? so, like, well, we'll get to that in a okay. second, but right. I just Great. wanted to say that, like, the reasoning is unsound because the when you're trying to get people to agree with you rather than paying attention to the soundness of your argument, yeah. your priority is on agreement and not on correct reasoning. Right. Anyway, that's what I want. That's why it pisses me off when Ben Shapiro does it. Um, so <clears throat> there are... Um, there are some logical fa- fallacies, like a straw man argument is a is a linguistic logical fallacy that um, sets up 
a problematic entity and directs blame towards it, even though that's not the straw man isn't really the real problem. So it's a way of getting consensus. Again, it's a way of sort of like getting group consensus around a particular argument by saying it's one thing when reality it's something else. But everybody agrees to the one thing as you're phrasing it. And so it looks like everybody agrees with the argument that's being made. Um, let me I'll just Google straw man. So really quick. let me see if I can I, on I the, off the cuff on talking about that. one. That's OK. Um, <laughs> like as an example, uh, if I were to say that um, my goal was to say that yogurt is really bad for people, then I might say um, I might say, hey, a lot of people are dying from intestinal distress and then really be like, you agree with that, right? And then I might say, you know, make a spurious correlation in the sense that I might say, you know, will you agree that, you know, people dying of, you know, intestinal distress is a bad thing? And, um, you know, you then must also hate yogurt. I don't know. I think I'm not doing a very good job here. I think there's a better. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> like, so it, it, when you have a straw man argument, yeah. Somebody I, says, I, I say this, and person two says, well, uh, I say why, um, as if an argument against why were the same thing as an argument against X. And it's like, well, that's sure. not what we're actually talking about. So it's like, I think that, I think that we shouldn't have um, candy in school vending machines. And then somebody's like, yeah, and also dentists hate drilling cavities or whatever you're i don't know like i yeah. wasn't prepared to talk about this no that's okay like, we can i think really i think bad job of it. No, no, it's fine it's fine um, <laughs> like people are like well i'm not listening to any thursdays for a while from now yeah uh <laughs> <laughs> you derailed my fucking thing with a straw man story god damn it like that's kind it. of that's just kind of ironic actually it is kind of ironic um well, here's the well, Wikipedia. Anyway, we'll my- just I we'll just wrap we'll wrap the straw man up with the example from Wikipedia, which is to say, um, Speaker A says we should relax the laws on beer. Speaker B says no. Any society with unrestricted access to intoxicants loses its work ethic and goes on for only for immediate gratification. So the um, like in a hypothetical prohibition debate, right? And so. Um, the person B has misconstrued, mis- misrepresented the proposal of relaxing laws on beers as responding to, um, as if we should unrestrict all access to all intoxicants. Um, and so that's kind that of is the- such a shit. This is such a bad example. Yeah, it's not great. Um, so the pro- okay, this whole episode sucks, but we're gonna do a better one next time. We're gonna do and a better gonna, next one. Yes, and it's gonna have concrete examples of fallacies that i was actually prepared to talk okay about. i'm so sorry let's just go let's just wrap let's just wrap up with the other the stuff that you were <laughs> were planning to do i'm sorry <laughs> well i haven't prepared that yet oh okay um uh well here's another one so this this closing argument um, this attorney says, I submit to you that if you can't take this evidence and find these defendants guilty on this evidence, <laughs> then we might as well open all the banks and say, come on and get the money, boys, because we'll never be able to convict them. So, yeah, it's it's kind of, it's, I think it's basically like, 
like we can publish this one it's like we yeah nothing yeah all right should we just <laughs> i don't know i think it's fine whatever who cares um how long is this one it's been 12 minutes so we better stop now. We should just stop now. All right. Well, anyway, I I will have a whole laundry list of like specific examples of logical fallacies with like cute things okay. coming up. But yeah. you don't get it until next. It's your reward for sitting through the punishment. <laughs> yes, the punishment. Of this poorly yes. prepared <laughs> introductory episode to logical fallacies. Uh-huh. Welcome to Thursday. <laughs> Welcome to Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Okay. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>